This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, Dan, and Dan, there, you, I, I just... Uh, no, I was going to say, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, Hegelian dialectic, you know, problem, reaction, solution. And it, it's when you study... I mean, any issue or any um, story that you pick up, you know, when you wake up in the morning or whatever, and you're poking around, it's it's just problem, reaction, solution over and over and over and over. And every single issue that they decide to take out, like, say, Russia, Ukraine, right? So all of a sudden, they'll start saying that Russia is developing uh, killer robots, so we have to have killer robots in the streets. Or, you know, China is developing super AI, so we have to have super AI. Then they get people to say, yes, we need super AI, and then their solution is to build super AI. And then that solution causes 15 more problems, and then they spin that into problems, reaction, solutions. It's almost like every issue I study, it's always so easy now to point out the problem, reaction, solution. It's like over and over and over again. I remember years ago, since we're talking about the border, this was back when Newt Gingrich was running in a primary. Uh, That had to be back when maybe John McCain or Mitt, I think it was John McCain. But I remember Newt Gingrich getting up on the stage. And at this time... The border was a big issue because Congressman Tom Tancredo from Colorado was talking about it. He was kind of the Trump of his time. And Newt Gingrich actually started to say that the solution to fixing the open borders, of which he fully supported over the years, the issues to fixing those open borders was that every American was going to need to carry around a biometric ID card that Amex was going to make. American Express was going to make a biometric. This is like 15 years ago. And he said... Okay, the reason the, how we're going to get the 10 to 40 million illegals out of the country is that all Americans are going to have to carry a biometric ID card. So, see, it's create the problem, open the borders, get people to say they don't want the illegals here, and then offer the solution. Now, again, every one of these things they do has 500 different goals that they have in mind. They win on so many different issues. But do you see it like over and over and over again when you're studying this stuff? That's all it is. They're creating all the economic woes so we can all become desperate and then have to turn to the government for government solutions. Hey, I'm going to starve. My my child is going to starve if you don't give me some food. Okay, well we'll give you some food. We'll you know we'll give you your 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 cheese, your government cheese, but you're going to have to comply and you know uh, you're going to have to get this vaccine or you're going to have to take this mark. You're going to have to have this traceable technology put in you or you know uh you know we'll we'll give you some uh, universal income we'll do this for it we'll do that but you know it's all it all comes with strings attached right you know and that's that's what this is all about they're erasing freedom they're erasing self-determination they're erasing our ability to trace our dreams and they're killing the american dream and and i think america's the number one target because we were the one shining city on the hill that that uh, at one time 
you know, that was the, the, uh, that was an available goal. I mean, that was something that was feasible that you could do. And they're trying to erase that. And, um, because again, this all comes back, all of it, everything we've talked about comes back to people control, just like gun control. It's not gun control. It's people control. They got to get us under control. They got to get us subjugated. They got to get us desperate. They got to get us to the point where we're looking to them to be God and to fix all of our problems. And once we, you know, turn over that type of power to them, then they can come in and do what they ultimately want to do, which is depopulate the planet and uh, just leave the people that they have uh, they've determined that are you know would be cohesive for their great reset, their build back better, which would be slaves that will, I guarantee it will be completely controlled through technology and AI and the rest of us are gone. And, and I, I can tell you, I can tell you, your listeners there at, at gold standard, I want you to hear this from a father of a, of a son who was murdered by our government. Listen to me. Our government doesn't love you. Our government doesn't work for you. They're not your friend. You're worried about North Korea. You're worried about China. You're worried about Russia. You're worried about Iran. No, 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 no. Your biggest enemy is right here in this country up in Washington, D.C. Because that's nothing more than a, a, a cabal of criminals district of criminals and they don't take their orders from we the people they take their orders from the globalist goons that want to create this new utopian transhumanist world of theirs that doesn't involve us being in it it's just that simple these people are demonic they're satanic you know irrespective of what putin is or isn't when he said the other day, I don't know if you caught this, he said the other day that the Western leaders are Satanists. He's right. Cut through all the crap, just call it what it is. Now, you know, maybe they don't believe in Satan, but their idea, you know, Satanists, you know, what Satanists actually believe is that they're their own God. Right? So, you know, someone like Jared Kushner that believes, well, I'm going to live forever, and, you know, it's, I'm going to, you know, he's... He's declaring that he's his own God. He's given himself eternal life, right? He's part of it. And, you know, anybody that associates himself with someone like that, you have to be suspect of. Definitely. Dan, um, I want to I play. I'm glad you brought this up because I want to have this discussion uh, with you because it's a, it's a discussion I can't have with many other people. And you have... Um, a background in uh, theology. We'll get into that for a moment, but let me just open this discussion with this clip from Peter Thiel, who my audience knows well, and he is instrumental in the so-called, you know, MAGA movement now, whether people like him or not, but most people don't understand this because they just saw him as the supposed only billionaire Silicon Valley backer that Donald Trump had, which is not true, but that's what he was branded as. And this is a clip from Peter Thiel talking about 
<clears throat> transhumanism and Christianity. And I always say on this show, I'm not, this isn't a religious show. I'm not here to push Christianity on people. But when you remove the idea of God or of a creator from society, as were the goals of cultural Marxism going all the way back to the 1920s. So I want to have this conversation, but let's just open it up with Peter Thiel because I want you to hear what he has said about transhumanism and Christianity. I think the thing that's, that is striking on the sort of transhumanist versus Christian thing is how similar they are. And so I, I think you can, you can sort of point to metaphysical differences, but, uh, but uh, the thing that sort of is always striking is you're going to have a transformed body, uh, you know, there's going to be this radical transformation of the way everything works. There will be no more random freak accidents that happen to kill you. Um, and, uh, and so I think it's actually the similarities that are, that are striking. And then uh, one shouldn't try to overlay some, uh, some metaphysical difference. And okay, so the, the, I've played this clip and analyzed it in depth uh, along with other clips from Peter Thiel you know, to my audience. And essentially what he is saying is that transhumanism, the merger of man and machine, uh, is really no different than Christianity because at the end of the day, God offers you eternal life in heaven and Peter Thiel will offer you immortality if you merge with artificial intelligence, if you merge with the machine, if you merge with the hive mind, if you merge uh, into their metaverse world. I mean, have you heard that before? Because not a lot of people have heard that clip. Oh. Yes, yes. And I've always known that all of this stuff that you're talking about, the New World Order, the, the transhumanism, it's all the mark of the beast. It's all, it's, it's nothing new. It's, they shouldn't even call it the New World Order. This, is gone, this goes back to Babylon. This goes back to the Tower of Babel. When, when men tried to create a utopia on earth, they tried to build their own tower up to heaven, right? Now, you can take it metaphorically or literally, but what's happening is nothing, anything different than what happened back then. They've just got technological, uh, a, a technology toy box to help accommodate this goal. They've always wanted this. This is what godless satanic people always want they don't believe in the devil they believe that they're god and so they're trying to offer up a fake messiah a fake uh eternal life that uh, apart from god that's what they tried to do in babylon they tried to build a utopia a utopian earth uh, without god and so what god did is he came in and destroyed it and then he he cut us all up into different nations with different tongues and there's a reason why we have borders and why we have different cultures and why we have different languages. It's to protect us from that because that will always end up being the most tyrannical thing that, that you won't have any checks or balances on the planet. There won't be any ability to have any justice because the whole planet's under one government, right? And so who can stand up against it? You don't have an army to stand up against it. You might have some, some uppity dissatisfied serfs but they can put that down really fast. And that's what this has always been the goal of the ungodly satanic world system. And all this is, is just now they've created uh, the type of technology that they think they can make this come to fruition. And, and you know, they're moving in really fast. Uh, and so for him to say that, what he's really saying is this is, an, what an Antichrist is, 
is he's trying to be the replacement of Christ. He's trying to be the, uh, he proclaims himself to be God. Okay, so let's just look at this figuratively. You don't have to look at it literally. They're proclaiming their, their agenda to be God. It's going to give you eternal life in heaven, and you'll, you'll be able to live in the metaverse. And, it, and you know, it, it will create a, uh, it'll just be like utopia. You know, we can, I guess they can pump you full of drugs or make you feel good and the whole time. And uh, so this, this agenda, the sick transhumanist agenda that they're, they have conceived, it's, it's just an expression of an old desire to build a uh, human, humanistic utopia apart from God, apart from the creator. Uh, and they're going to get put down, too, by the way. They're not going to succeed in this. Well, let me uh, let me ask is, you. If you, me, want, uh, you want to tie it into biblical eschatology? Well, the Bible does talk about it. It says that you know there will come a day where you know men will travel to and fro. You know, where it used to be, it would take you years to travel. You know, what now takes you know a few hours, uh, and men there'll be a, an increase in knowledge, and then there'll be a, a mark that everyone has to take if you want to buy or sell anything. And, you know, you can take that and you can convert it easily into what they're trying to say. And, you know, whether it's going to be in your your forehand or your right or your I mean, your forehead or your right hand, I don't know. But it, what they're basically saying is, look, if you follow along with our agenda, you let us hook you up with all this stuff. You get you get tied into the digital currency system where we can control it and you let us be your God, your master, your savior. Uh, then we can, you know, if we let you live, then you can be part of our our great reset utopian eternal life, basically. It's pure madness, Dustin. Well, let me ask you this, Dan, because you've been studying, um, you know, theology for a long time, and you've been researching a lot of... Um, you know, sort of these secret societies and stuff. And I know a lot of this will be opinion because obviously, uh, I mean, look, these guys publish a lot of their plans publicly. They send Yuval Noah Harari out there to tell us we have no soul and free will is over. But where do you think, if you take the transhumanists from Ray Kurzweil to Peter Thiel, these guys that have been funding Singularity for a long time, then you have all of these doctors inside of the military, inside of DARPA, inside of NASA, in the CIA. You have all these professors out in the world of universities, um, uh, academia, stuff like that. And, and one of the things I've been looking at that I think is one of the most dangerous groups right now are the scientists and engineers, the majority of which are devout atheists. And then they believe that they are basically gods because there is no God and they can engineer anything they want. And engineers will always find problems and keep trying to fix problems to the point in which they'll try to reach perfection, which they'll never reach. And then they'll end up fully destroying humanity. But do you think these guys operate at the higher levels, the Jared Kushners, the Peter Thiels? Are, are they part of some kind of collective? Is there a religion, a philosophy, an ideology that they worship, like you were just talking about, that they themselves believe they are gods? Or is this like organically happening with a bunch of psychopaths that believe they're gods? Or do you think 
outside of just World Economic Forum and the stuff that they publish, do you think they're meeting, they talk about this, they're following a book, a guideline, a blueprint? What do you think it is? This is not organic. No, not not a chance of that. I, I'm very sure that that they are part of a a esoteric, occultic type group that has been you know pulling our strings for years. Uh, and they've been around forever. They've been around all. They've always been around. Uh, they have beliefs and their beliefs really comes down to basically one thing. They are, they are their own God. They are the, the masters of the universe and, uh, they are, they give themselves, uh, I guess, uh, providence or divine permission because they consider themselves to be divine to dispose of us if that's necessary. Uh, and to use us any way they like, um, you know. The it, and it is satanic. It, it's you know Satan said, "I will ascend to the heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on both sides of the north. Uh, I will you know I will I will be like the Most High. You know all these I wills. That's who they are. They are collectively Satan." Well, I was going to say, Dan, I, I did three episodes reviewing in depth uh, Ray Kurzweil, who goes back several decades into this concept of singularity, the merger of man and machine. And this guy literally was talking about, you know, this is 20, 30 years ago, that he needed to reach a certain point uh, in which they'd be able to inject uh, basically stem cells and things into his body to allow him to be repaired. And then at that point, he could last another 10 years to where they would put nanobots in his body to repair his body at that point, to which he could last 10 more years to when they would beam their mind up into the cloud, into the silicone-based neo, uh, neocortex. Basically, they call it uploading their consciousness. And at which point, then they could take that, combine it into what he called the hive mind, and then beam this back down into basically like a nanobot Iron Man non-biological suit or another biological body, which is basically like the babies they're going to build without parents in the synthetic wombs. Now, you would say, okay, this guy's crazy. Of course, Google hired him as their chief engineer. He was a big wig with Microsoft, and uh, he speaks in front of all the elites. So, I mean, these are this is obviously what they, that's part of what they believe in, at least the official narrative, the stuff they'll let us know about. I mean, and for people that don't find that to be completely creepy, um, I always make the case here at the show, like, what's... You may go to the gym, you may eat healthy foods, you may take vitamins, but at what point is it beyond trying to live a healthy life and trying to seek out immortality? And people like Ray Kurzweil, who's a thought leader in this space, people like Yuval Noah Harari, who's a thought leader in this space, they literally talk about becoming gods. And so, do you think they collectively believe that a certain number of them will be like one God or are they going to be individual gods that rule? Like, will there be 2000 gods and they rule over 
the whatever amount of people they live, 500 million, a billion, 2 billion? I believe that they have historically partnered up. You know, it's like you hear the terms in Christianity, the body of Christ. There's a body of Satan, okay? The body of Christ, the difference is we acknowledge that there is a Christ and there's a God above us, and he's our creator. Their their religion teaches them, this is what Satanism teaches. It doesn't teach that there's a Satan. It teaches that you are God, that you will be like the Most High. If you look in the book of Isaiah, it's a 14, uh, Isaiah 14, I think it's verses 13 and 14, you'll read all this stuff, but so for you, know, for you, Lucifer, have said in your heart, I will send, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars. I will be like the Most High. That's who these people are. It doesn't matter whether they they uh, believe in a devil. They might, I guess. I, I don't know if they do or not. I think they just believe in themselves, and they recognize each other, and they have coalesced, or they have. You know, they have teamed up and they recognize that there is a small, I guess, subgroup of people just like them on the planet. And it's in their interest of pursuing this utopia of theirs that they, they work together. And uh, I'm sure they have hierarchies. Uh, but, but yes, I think it is. I think it's, you can call it the, the Illuminati or the New World Order. Yeah, it's a, it's a group. Of, it's real. All right. Well, let me let me ask you this. Well, let me let me ask you this. So, there's a whole new wave of podcasts that have come out over the last few years. Uh, many of which I'll, I don't want to name all the different podcasts, uh, but I will say many of which which grow grew out of Joe Rogan, who I've openly uh, called out on this show. So I don't mind doing that. Although it's not really good for your career in podcasting, but Joe Rogan controls a number of like conspiracy type shows, um, you know, esoteric shows, stuff like that. And one of the big messages that I see, and, and, and to be honest, I mean, I don't even know your thoughts. I didn't talk to you about this, but Joe Rogan is constantly pushing, uh, psychedelics on the kids and everything like that. Now, you know, people want to go trip out in the woods and have some spiritual uh, experience or something. I just tell them the government, I just spent four shows proving the government has consolidated psychedelics. They're about to be rolling them out. They want to replace things like Adderall with ketamine and other psychedelics. It's all an extension of uh, MK Ultra, which uh, came out of our government from 1953 to 1964 under the chemist Sidney Gottlieb, who was trained by, you know, the Nazis and the Japanese torturers. And it's always weird. I point out the Sidney Gottlieb was in fact jewish and then trained by the nazis but that's besides the beside the point but you take joe rogan who's out there pushing psychedelics he brings people like elon musk on the show he normalizes transhumanism he desensitizes people to it he sits there with musk and smokes a joint goes oh that's so cool putting a brain chip in your head is really cool dude it's creepy but it's cool and so there's a whole wave of these podcasts that have grown out of joe rogan's sphere and when i listen to them they may sound reasonable and they're fighting against the technocracy but at the end of the day the common theme that i see them pushing is one psychedelics and two 
this new age stuff and it's a new age push towards they appear to be pushing you towards spirituality but if you really listen to what they're saying they're pushing these younger kids that are listening towards this concept that you are your own god and i said to myself you know years ago i i read sort of uh anton lavey's you know lavey and satanism stuff and that was what that was all about you were your own god and so do you see that as an intentional push and, and obviously they're not going to give everyone immortality or god status but they have to get these younger people to start tripping on government acid and believing that they're going to be gods because that's how you're going to talk them into putting on the virtual reality headset or getting a brain chip put in their head and stepping inside of the metaverse to live under peter thiel's version of uh, christianity that he calls transhumanism i mean do you see this that that is an orchestrated effort because yeah yeah absolutely i mean they're going to candy coat it they'll they'll mix a lot of even Christian type of uh, words and, and phrases and, and things into the mix. You know, Satan, if you, if you, if you read the Bible, if you look, uh, you know, it's, uh, I think it's in Corinthians, Second Corinthians, the Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. And, you know, his greatest trick isn't putting on a devil suit and coming at you with a pitchfork and going, I am the devil, uh, you know, <laughs> follow me to hell. You know, he doesn't work that way. His his best trick is to make you think that, oh, you know, well, I'll mix in, I'll mix in some of this Jesus stuff and I'll mix in, you know, it, I'll make it sound all good and, and, and well. But, you know, uh, what he really is, is controlled opposition. Because where is he taking you? He's telling you that, look, if you take these psychedelic drugs, well, you'll open yourselves up to things that exist in the spiritual world and that's how i get you uh and you and that's exactly what happens with that stuff i mean you know psychedelics have been around for for millennium i mean it goes back you know ancient cultures you know and and it was all used for religious experiences right uh the you know the aztecs and the incas and uh, it, it just goes back along pharmacia that's what it's called in the bible and if they can get you involved with that, they can open you up to a lot of things, and then they can sweet talk you in and candy coat you into, look, we can put these devices in your body to make you like the $6 million man. You won't ever die. You can, you'll, your intellect will be beyond belief. It'll be off the charts, through the roof. You won't even need to go to school anymore. You'll already know everything. Uh, and we can just create a, a permanent bliss. It's all at our fingertips. If you just follow us and you, you know, follow, go this way. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's not just, it's not just people on the left that, you know, and, and Hollywood that are, you know, more obvious moral reprobates that are telling you this is a cool thing to do. I mean, you're going to have people like Joe Rogan that will mix up. You know, a, a lot of conservatives have, have got him confused as a conservative, just like they have Elon Musk confused as a conservative. It, there's a lot of co cognitive dissonance it takes in my mind to designate a guy that is pushing Neuralink and is setting up these, 
you know, they think the Starlink stuff that he's sending up, it, it's a surveillance system, man. <laughs> it's all it is. That's why he's getting rich. That's why they're, that he's got a contract with the, the cabal send up their surveillance system. And that's why he's the richest man on the planet. Uh, he's not, he's not for you. And how anybody can believe that, I, I'll never know. And, and that doesn't mean that he, and the sad thing is he's got good ideas about uses of technology in some areas, but, but it's kind of like this. The fact that he's pushing this transhumanist agenda, it's kind of like, okay, he might have good ideas, you know, just like an apple pie might taste really good, but if you piece, put a piece of dog shit in the middle of the pie, it's still a bad pie, right? <laughs> you know, I don't care how good it tastes on the outside. It's still dog crap. Okay. And you can't let cognitive dissonance take you away from the fact that this guy pushes transhumanism. Transhumanism is Satanism. It's, it's, it, it's Babylonianism 2.0. That's all it is. It's, oh, a, yeah. it's an it's an, a, a willful uh, defiant agenda to try to create uh, heaven on earth by man for man apart from God. That's what it yes. is. That's what it's always been. 